sleepover and dare each other to say the f word you're listening to polygonometry this is a family podcast where each and every episode i sit down with a member of my family or with people that i find interesting and we talk about what it's like being way too scared to say the word fuck all right dudes babes babe dudes and dude babes i am so glad to be here i'm glad you guys are here too and this episode guys it's just a continuation of the one that yeah it's just part two part two of steven and rob so, oh, also, I also want to recognize that I know the previous episode kind of ended on a weird note with my mom and sisters calling in and stuff. And people might think, oh, Chris, that's really unprofessional. Why would you ever answer the phone in the middle of a conversation? <laughs> um, and being that it was my mom, I was like, oh, this might be kind of fun. So I decided to be like my dad in October of 1992 and leave it in. So, guys, we are going to keep rolling with this episode. I really hope that you guys enjoy the conversation that I have with Stephen and Rob. That's one thing. I was one of the cowards that waited till it was legal to start smoking. You, yeah, bitch. Yeah. I'm kind of glad it did, though. That's all right. I also did mostly because uh, it got legalized when I was like tw- right. 12. Shut so up. <laughs> I didn't really have a choice. Yeah, yeah, you're sitting here going like, oh, you guys were like adults during the prohibition. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> No, I, uh, I, I didn't. My, the first time I ever smoked weed was when I was in college. I went to a Catholic university. Fun. Um, yeah, Bismarck, North Dakota, man. Best city in the country, so I've heard. The, the nasty biz. Yeah. The, the dirty biz, as we call it. Um, no, Bismarck is a place that it, you can go if you wanted to. Um, that's... That's my description of that that's area. Their, that's their tagline. So you can come here if Dude, you want. Okay, so have you, have you heard of Spokane's like city motto? Mm-mm. I've heard of a lot of alleged city mottos. Is it, which, is it which keeps Spokane a little bit crappy or, or something like that? No. Hey, <laughs> no. Spokane, we've got uh, Greg T. Nelson and Black Star Heroin. Like that's, <laughs> that's, that's about it. No, uh, the official tagline for Spokane, this is true, is... Near nature, near perfect. No. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> near perfect? I don't know about that. <laughs> you know what? You're half right. I'll, I'll it give, is near be- nature. Beauty is in the imperfections. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the beauty is in the imperfections. No, it's actually really, it's, it's amazing watching Riverside Park at nightfall. It's amazing. Uh, watching just the people come out of the woodwork. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's really cool. Uh, <laughs> I agree with that tag yeah, from the yeah. hours of 9 a.m. to like 4.30 p.m. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're getting at. Yeah, I agree Anytime with that. not in that group, like, that's when it really gets sketchy. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> and you're right. They do. They come all out of the woodwork. Yeah. Like, because yeah, you get man. the public buses bringing everybody in, and then all of a sudden you just have some guy yelling at you about how he found a portal down an alley, and you're like, I don't know if I want to pursue this anymore. Yeah, but what if there is a portal, portal in the alley? Yeah. <laughs> That's what, we're on the same page. See what yeah, and you got to check out that all that portal, dude. Yeah, all that shit they're doing with the Hadron Collider. Who knows when it's opening up, man? Were yeah, you dude. there with me? I don't remember who it was, but we were walking to Andy's, and. Uh, 
there was just some like six person fight that started right in front of us. No. And then they all stopped because one guy lost a tooth. And then one guy, no joke, pulled out his dentures and said, you can wear mine. Dude. And like the fight stopped and like they all became friends and they just, Dude. I was like, what? <laughs> that is the, the most Spokane fucking thing I've ever heard. Of yeah. My God these life. tweakers. One guy lost a teeth. One guy lost a tooth. He, he Some lost guy a teeth pulled off. out his veneers and was like, you can wear mine if it makes you feel better. And don't worry about mine. You can wear mine. Yeah. I like it. Just meth, confrontation and kindness. Like, yeah. That was it's nuts. Dude. Yeah. I mean, I got I got fucking beat up. You did, yeah. How how was that experience, dude? It was fucking wild, man. I haven't talked about this on the podcast, but hey, here we fucking go. Uh, yeah, dude, I got I got assaulted by a dude in a fucking Adelano's bathroom. No shit. Yeah, dude. Oh fuck, that sucks, man. I'm yeah, sorry. Man. How big uh, is Adelano's? Is it like a national chain? Should we describe what Adelano's is? Uh, more than likely, this will not be published. Oh, cool. So we'll just tell you, and we'll get. We'll possibly publish it if we don't. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I hosted the open mic. Uh, this was at the beginning of last month, just about a month ago. And by all accounts, the night went great. Regular open mic. Everybody was in a good mood. Um, people did great. You, good you, crowd. You performed that night, right? Yeah, I yeah, did good. Yeah, you went up. We went out to Gamers, had a good night drinking. We were like, you know what? Let's go to Satellite or something. You know, go out to go out to eat. And Satellite ended up being closed because they were short-staffed. Not a big deal. Let's hit up Adelano's. That's the next logical place to go. It's late night, you know, food that's just, you know, cheap enough to be yeah. decent enough to eat. You know, like, it's just yeah. it's just about hanging out and just eating something, right? So we all kind of, we all just go out to, you know, Adelano's, and we're all hanging out in the, in the, in the foyer, because Adelano's is a place that definitely has a foyer. <laughs> oh, it's fancy like yeah. Fancy place. <laughs> We're hanging out, and me and a friend of mine are just chilling in line, waiting for our order to be taken, you know? And there's a bunch of people. There's probably six, seven people there, maybe eight. I don't know. I, don't, I couldn't get a real count. And I ended up needing to use the restroom, so I went to the restroom and did my business. And I, uh, you know, was fish finishing up and I put my left arm on the door and I kind of just put my forearm on the door, kind of just braced it forward and opened up and I was looking at my shoes and I wanted to make sure I wasn't trailing anything out of the bathroom, you know, like TP or, you know, anything, you know, stepping shit. Like it's an Adelano's downtown Spokane bathroom. Like you can trail shit. Like I didn't yeah. want to bring any like dirty needles from like the bathroom <laughs> into the fucking foyer. Um, and so I, uh, yeah, I, I walk out and I hear, hey, and I bring my head up, like I put my arm out like this and I bring my head up and I get met with a fucking fist to the goddamn face, just fucking. Oh, he just went right to it. Yeah, like, he hit me twice. First hit, <laughs> knocks the glasses completely off. Um, oh no, I like those glasses. Oh, thank you. Um, so yeah, he nails me in the face once, glasses fly off, nails me in the face twice, nose starts bleeding. And then he hits me on my right side. So he hits me with a left hook. So he hits me this way, right hook this way. And then by that time, I had put my hands up and kind of just braced myself. What the fuck? Um, but he had a ring on, and he came over the top and fucking nailed the back of my head. And um, Was so, he trying to rob you, or did he, was he, no. did he think you were someone? Or did you, I, have, I think and, he was and, just tweaking. Yeah. Dude, and honestly, honestly, truly, I wish I knew what the fuck happened. Oh, but wow. I have zero idea. 
maybe no you're, clue. Maybe you're right. Just straight up like drugged out, and all of a sudden your face turned into like that guy's father, and he just Something. lost it. Like yeah, like dude, it, it's fucking insane. Damn, yeah. dude. Yeah. Yeah. He got you good. Yeah. Cut it all the way down to the skull. Shit. Got con- sorry, fucking man. concussed. Yeah. That's horrible. So yeah, this guy fucking attacked me, <laughs> and comedian friend of mine came in. Fucking came in guns a blazing, ready to fucking tango. <laughs> fucking saved my goddamn life, truly. And created a gap. And I, I, I mean, I know my strengths in a fight. My strength in a fight is not being in that fight. <laughs> fucking, I'm going to leave, man. <laughs> like, so I zip. I, I dip out. I, I leave the restaurant. And, you know, nobody saw that guy hit me first. They only saw my buddy go after the guy. So everybody thought that my guy, my buddy was just beating up that guy randomly. Yeah. So they're like, hey, hey, get off that guy. What's going on? Stop it. Knock it off. Knock it off. But ah, he was, he was actually coming. Yeah. So he's being, being viewed as the bad guy. So he gets yanked off. The guy stands up and just moseys out of the fucking restaurant. Oh, because they're focused on your buddy. Yeah. <sighs> so he gets out of the restaurant. He's just like walking around. Right? Probably clubbing other comedians. <laughs> and so then he just like starts walking down the road. The cops get called. The cruiser shows up. They pull the guy over. Apparently, the cop was like, you know, he's just like the, the easiest cops I've ever put on the guy. Like, you didn't put up a fuss, didn't run away. Like, wow. super easy. He just saw you and he's like, I fucking hate mustaches. <laughs> Your outfit's killer. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, like. Yeah, so it was it was fucking wild, man. He's just passionately against Tom Selleck mustaches. Dude. I guess, man. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't get it. But yeah, dude, that fucking happened. I haven't really been in much of a fight. I, I, I've only really been in similar situations. I usually disclaim I haven't been in really any fights, but I have been punched many times. And each, yeah. t- but unlike you, each time for me it was like, yeah, I probably deserve that. Everybody's yeah. got their kinks, you know. <laughs> In that case, yes, I do deserve this. Hey. I deserve this. <laughs> so, Stephen, I have a question. Mm. So, when you were leaving Mormonism, mm-hmm. when you were like, you know what, this whole situation with d- divorce, I'm out. Yeah. What happened for you and your family and life um, when you? Was it like a collective decision as a family? Did you all arrive at it individually and then like realize that later and then um, came together after? You know what I'm saying? Like, what was the? I remember my situation. My dad telling me about what was happening while we were sitting in in and out in Arizona. Okay. Like, I remember the moment, and it was obviously something that they had talked about, and then they sat down and presented it to us and let us know what their plan was. Yeah, like they did a good job. Yeah, I was yeah. really, really, really lucky. Damn, with them. But yeah, after that, uh, yeah, I apologize. Like, <laughs> I feel like it's not really, it's kind of boring. And I was like, then I went off and drank for eight years. Like, so? pretty much it. Like, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, your pendulum has to swing the other way sometimes too. Mm. It's okay. Mm. But that's why I love that I found comedy. Because once I started comedy, I initially went into it because me and my buddy were sitting there like, let's go out and tell jokes. And it was like my first six months, I was just like a fucking bro up there. It was awful. I'm so glad there's no record of it. I'm so glad. <laughs> and... But after that, honestly, this has been the best thing for me because I started, I guess, becoming more self-aware. Like, I didn't realize, okay. you know. And, yeah, comedy has made me a better person. Yeah. Mm. Well, dude, that's awesome, man. That's great. 
Yeah. Fuck, fucking decisive. If Put you down. ever, if you ever want a Mormon Renaissance, I've got some connections. Yeah. I'll put them in touch with your address and your phone number, and they'll, like they'll it. hook you back up. You can go for a year and then remember that it's awful. I'm so glad they stopped finding me. How do they always find you, though? They the always missionaries always find know. You. Let me tell you how. Actually, you know what's actually really sad now that I think about it. Like mm-hmm. once I said that out loud, I was like, actually, my door stopped getting knocked on after my grandmother passed. I was like. Okay, now the dots are being connected. Because <laughs> <laughs> I moved around a lot, and yeah. now I'm, but now I'm sitting here going, "Grandma, you fucking narc!" God damn it! <laughs> you told her my, <laughs> you told them my address. God damn it, <laughs> Nana. Um, I cut off your thought process. I'm sorry. What were you? What were you? No, saying? I was gonna tell you how they find you, and then I remembered that that logic doesn't track. Uh, <laughs> so what they do, like typically, um, if you're going to church. Uh, like at least semi-actively or, or have a record with the church, whenever you move, like if they know roughly where you're moving to, they will send your person record to like the city of your new address. And they'll say, find where this guy lives, oh. go talk to him. So crafty. Yeah. So if they knew that you were moving to like Orlando, like if you told anyone and it somehow got back to the church, they'd be like, then. sweet, send his record to Orlando, find him, teach him. Then they go on Facebook, then they go on Instagram, then they go on social media, and they fucking find you. Yep. It's not a crime to search people on Facebook. You cannot escape the evangelism. Can't do it. Well, they haven't found me in the past couple years, so I think I'm doing something right. Glad you can do it publicly here on Polygonometry, (laughs) the worldwide sensation podcast, Malaysia's 11th most popular religion podcast, Polygonometry. Fuck yeah. Did you say Malaysia's 11th most popular religious podcast? Is that true? It's 100% true. That's awesome. Dude, it's fucking I fucking love that. I know. I'm trying to get merch made. (laughs) You should. Malaysia's 11th most popular religion podcast. That, that feels like a like when a sports statistic says like he's the first quarterback in order to throw two hundred yards on a Monday when it's less than fifty degrees <laughs> Dude, out I and want, the grass hasn't been trimmed in two weeks. Dude, like, I love that <laughs> shit. I love that shit because it is the most ESPN stat shit. I want that guy's right? job. Uh, whoever finds that stat, I want that guy's job because it's like you're so right. It's like, you know, the, the unique thing about Tom Brady <laughs> is that this is the very first time he's exactly right. Fucking, when it comes to Tuesdays, when it comes to Tuesdays between the minutes of 10:37 and 10:36, it's actually pretty interesting because he had not only one but three ostrich eggs for breakfast this morning, and uh, that definitely uh, offsets his game. <laughs> like just. So Only Patriots quarterback ever to do that. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. unreal. Un- un- truly, truly yeah. a talent. Truly in the a talent. history of the team. Best quarterback in history. And that's what it is. is they, <laughs> they accentuate. In the history in the of the history. team, no one has ever completed that <laughs> on a Tuesday. Dude, I want that I want that level stat job for ESPN 8 The Ocho. Yes. yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. That's the job. ESPN 8, The Ocho. The Ocho. Hey, what's up? We are here at ESPN 8, The Ocho. This is the only time Average Joe's Gym has shown up and actually looks ready to play dodgeball on a Tuesday. This is one. I wish I was playing ping pong, Cotton. <laughs> I don't know what else to do. The Ocho. I don't have any, don't have any other weird Dude, sounds. I love the soundboard thing. Okay, Can we hear I, more of them? You need yeah. an air horn. 
Turn it off. Oh shit, that's a fucking Broadway hey, musical. Hey, Book of Mormon musical, <laughs> comedic, Broadway musical? fucking it's genius. Great. It's I a Book of Mormon that. musical. I've heard it's amazing. It's so, so good. good. Okay, what's this? I one? can't believe I haven't seen it. What up, bitch? Let's. <laughs> what up, bitch? Lasagna. Oh, <laughs> what a bitch lasagna. <laughs> was that your voice? Uh, yeah, that's my voice. I, I love that one. What a bitch lasagna. We can make our own, but anyway, no, it I doesn't love matter. That one. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, no, <laughs> it's so so great. That's the job I want. If you were to ask me, what's Chris? Hey, gun to your head. The fuck is your dream job, Chris? I'd be like, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. don't pull the trigger. I got an easy easy answer for this question. Guy who does ESPN level stats for ESPN at the Ocho, I really want to know what the hell's going on with lawnmower racing. Okay, <laughs> that's really what I want to know. <laughs> yeah, who's the number one guy in the nation? Who's uh, what's the storylines in the caber toss? All right, like just let me know. <laughs> that's what I want to know. What's going on <laughs> when it comes to? Underwater speed basket weaving. <laughs> All right. I want to know what's going on. <laughs> That's what I want to know what's going on. Who took gold recently in, in world's fastest rock climbing? I got this. Like, okay, listen, listen, man. It takes an extreme talent, dedication, and focus to become the world's best rock skipper. Can I get an amen? Amen. <laughs> right, Hallelujah, dude. That's the stuff I want to do, dude. How awesome would that be? That would be great. That is okay. the coolest shit. Too. I, I would, dude. That would be so awesome. I would be. Um, I would wake up every morning stoked on life. That's what I would do. Come is, on. This is going to show you a, a weird peek into my hobbies. But have you ever watched any of those weird sports? Like I actively. They are watch, so great. They I are actively so great. watch lawnmower racing, and it's so fucking cool, dude. It's and that, it's actually coming yeah. up. So ESPN always does that on the eighth of August, right? Today's the third. It's happening in a few days, dude. Like, on the 8th, they're going to do ESPN 8, and they're going to do the whole day with all this kind of shit. But, dude, they need to do that all the fucking time, yeah, dude. I would, I you, would you pay should a just, streaming service. You should just make videos with that, ESPN, man. ESPN, listen right now. You heard it here first on the Plikonometry Podcast, Worldwide Sensation. It's listened to in Uzbekistan. <laughs> I want that goddamn job. Goddamn it. It ain't, it ain't no Malaysia. But, you know. Well, I mean, hey, Malaysia's the love of the most popular religion podcast. Hmm. All right. And losers, uh, I can't pull off a Borat accent, but he doesn't. Well, hey, you know what? You know what, Russian. Rob? <laughs> that was a valiant effort. He doesn't <laughs> think uh, he kindly it. of Uzbekistan. Right, that's well. the <laughs> that's the line. I don't want to. No. Anyway, but seriously, you should just make some videos. Uh, like if you watch like the Aussie reviews shit with the Australian guy narrating shit, you should just pull up clips of like random sports and just be the narrator guy and just just come up with statistics. Well, that's Bob Menry, right? Jessup point out. Yeah, but no, Bob Menry does that. Oh, does and he's he's got the voice and he's got everything. And a lot it. of people do everything. Yeah, but, but, but I want to. They haven't seen no, you but, do it. No, but what I want to do, I don't want to be the sports caster. I don't want to be the guy in the booth. I want to be the guy in the field. I want to be the on the ground boots on the ground guy mm. with the mic, right? With the bull riding behind me. Like I want that. There shit. you go. Like. Mm. It's like, what's going on with RC racing? <laughs> like, well, like, why are there pigeons involved? You know what I mean? Like, whoa, this is a crazy thing about our culture or a crazy thing about this culture. I mean, they have that show, I think it was on Netflix or something like that. It was like called Game of Games. 
Mm. I've heard of it, or but I don't think like I've that. ever seen it. It, yeah. it had it featured stuff like this, like mm. the fucking like cheese racing, like the downhill cheese racing shit. Wild. What is that? Have you seen that? No. It's somewhere in England where, or in the UK, is it where, like a big like wheel no, of cheese. No, it's like once just a regular size wheel of cheese. Um, and they like roll it down, but you have to race the wheel of cheese, and whoever gets second to the wheel of cheese gets like a like a bunch of like money or whatever. But like the levels of like bodily harm. I was that about happen, to say that's like so many rolled it's, ankles. It's maniacal. Like people like it's it is a fucking meat grinder of an event because the hill is so steep. And so people just fucking tomahawk their fucking bodies down. Oh, the I'm hill. seeing like craniums like cracking oh, off no, of for rocks. Real. No, people yeah, like yeah, breaking yeah, their knees, arms. buckling. Like, dude, full ACL tears. They have just the bottom of the hill is just EMTs. <laughs> it's just a net of EMTs. You guys ready? We are going to have to save lives today. This yeah, is, no, seriously, like will what, be hurt. And honestly, one of the best tactics you can do is just wear a helmet, wear protective gear, and just tuck and just roll, roll down the hill. Just make a ball. Yeah, yeah, just make a ball and just hope you're rid. rid cage can fucking hold like that's what happens like dude it's unreal man. why you should look at the youtube videos man they're fucking wild cheese wheel racer. they're nuts i'm gonna track this down yes yeah, that's, dude. that's yeah. incredible so i want to know who's the best at that fucking, <laughs> who's who's the best who's the best cheese wheel racer guy and then what or woman could uh, person right yeah right human and i want to figure out who they are what's their fucking history how'd they get into it how when did they know that they had a talent for racing the fucking cheese you know what i mean like that's it's, the it's kind of be, shit it's got to be someone that like won twice and then died the third time or something exactly i want to know the big i want who are the hall of fame cheese racers <laughs> you know what i mean who are the mm. neil armstrong and buzz aldrin of, of, <laughs> of cheese, cheese racing yeah we don't care about buzz but yeah well i'd care about buzz because he's the only one still alive and he punches people in the face when they deny that he was on the moon so that's <laughs> does he really do that have you not true. seen that video no, not at dude all. buzz it's aldrin amazing. dude this guy came to a fucking he so buzz aldrin was speaking at an event mm -hmm. um and uh after it was over there was this guy who was like a you know fucking conspiracy like you know anti-moon landing shit and he had this sign he was protesting he's like oh fuck you buzz you know you fucking liar and buzz aldrin at the age of like 80 something fucking clocked the dude fucking just nice. came up and just decked the motherfucker well, it's like dude it, that's fucking it, dope. it makes sense some old old honorary guy and you're just like he's like did he just say i was never on the moon fucking fuck you yeah also, yeah like, could so, you, like so that, gr that grand of an achievement someone looking you in the eyes and say no you didn't yeah like no fuck you yeah yeah that's so dope man you guys you guys think he was on the moon yes he was on the moon i don't i i i think he probably was you're baiting everybody and it's not gonna work i uh it's kind of working for me <laughs> I, I think, okay, here's my thing with the moon landing. I think we went there. I think we landed on it. But I also think a lot of the footage is not real. All right. Full, fucking cool, man. Oh, yeah. I see how you're thinking. Like, you think we actually got there, but we didn't have the technology to properly capture in video form what was actually happening. Yeah, there. exactly. So we I feel like there's, there's got to have been some sort of, like, cameras nowadays hardly work when you get them wet. You're saying a camera worked in space. I think a lot of the footage that we have might be just I see what you're Hollywood saying. Studio. I think we still went there, though. I'm not saying I agree with you, but I see what you're presenting, and I haven't heard that one before, and I kind of like it. Yeah, I can see how that would be a possibility. Electricity still works in a vacuum. <laughs> yeah, but, like, I guess so. Electricity and mechanical right. functions still oh, work in a vacuum, so that's it right. I just realized there's... You just ruined my whole theory, Chris. Okay, okay, I just realized there's okay, so many it's okay, people... It's okay, it's okay, it's okay. ...so it's much okay. smarter than us. Sometimes, sometimes you just have to squash the argument when it happens. It's okay. That's true. 
Anyway, so Rob, how'd you get into comedy? <laughs> uh, basically, uh, this is what happened. Like, I've always been a fan of comedy. Like, I've always um, watched it. Uh, I was raised on a lot of, like, the... I don't know sort of how you would describe it. Like the the bluegrass comedy, like a lot of Bill Engvall. Oh, Blue uh, Collar. Yeah, Blue Collar. Blue Jeff Foxworthy, Ron oh, yeah. White. Yeah. Larry That's the Cable Guy. Start. Larry the Cable Guy. That's yeah. what my dad would listen to. I remember we had uh, a physical CD of Jeff Foxworthy's uh, You Might Be a Redneck If uh, album? special album. Yeah. Um, and I would listen to that all the time. And then... Um, you know, I was casually into comedy my whole life, and then it got to this last April, uh, and Dan Cummins was in town. Oh, um, that guy's amazing. Dude, he's so great. And my roommate and my roommate's fiance at the time, now wife, they were like, we've got extra tickets. Like, do you guys want to go? I was like, sure, you know, I'll, I'll go. And so I went. That was my first show. Um Oh, and Dan Cummins is an amazing start for your first live comedy Dan show, Cummins man. is really good. I, yeah. I love Dan. He's yeah. very good. I preferred on that night Rand Barnaclo, his feature. He was I, phenomenal. I oh, love that when that happens. Chad Daniels. Chad Daniels, not Dan Cummins. I'm such an asshole. Either way, Chad's yeah. amazing, too. He's also yeah. good. Wait, so you saw Chad Daniels? Yeah, Chad Daniels. I live. fucking love Chad Daniels. Had Rand Barnaclo as his feature. Uh, that guy's amazing And honestly very good. One of the sweetest guys On the planet too mm-hmm. I love that guy Yeah That's awesome Dude that's awesome And also I love When the feature ends out Like Either like being on the same level As the headliner Or almost kind of Outshining them I, It's always such a nice surprise You're like Who the fuck is this guy Yeah Awesome Yeah, yeah so I, awesome. I watched that And then I was like yeah, Like I've always talked about Maybe doing stand up Like it would be a funny idea And then I heard about the new Talent Tuesday that was going to be on April 27th or 26th or something like that. And I was like, I can write in four weeks, five minutes of material. Oh, yeah. So I was just DoorDash driving at the time um, and doing a couple other extracurriculars for money. Pause <laughs> on that <laughs> sentence. I knew it or was those, That series of words, yeah. extracurriculars. Yeah, I, you were doing something other than DoorDash for money. What was it? I Rob? was, I was, I was doing nothing. Dash. I was. I was oh uh, my god, you were doing porn. I was I doing porn. Was, yeah, you did porn. I did porn. You did porn. All right, I did. You conti- All right, you continue to surprise me, Rob. So uh, hold on, let me get to the fucking. Wait, so you gotta get to the sound is, light. Is your dick floating around on the internet out there somewhere? Uh, several places, probably. Yeah. Oh. Hold on. Wait, Rob, you did porn. <laughs> Primo shit, man. <laughs> Fucking yep. so stupid. No, it wasn't. That was amazing. Do it again. So Wait, Rob, you did porn? <gasps> oh I God. did. I did. I did indeed do that. Um, it's there. It's findable. I uh, I used a fake name, so obviously if you look up Rob Devon's porn, nothing's gonna pop up. But what was your porn name? I, I don't want to disclose that. <laughs> Are you a bitch? Uh, in the videos, you'll see probably. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fucking. Okay. So hold on. So you went. Okay. Where where was where would where did you go? 
Where, where, where did you film these? Costa Mesa, California, which is south of uh, Anaheim. I want to um, Basically, so Huntington Beach. Yeah. It's got a Rob in it, so was just it, search up every. It is Rob. It's Rob, and then a, oh, I was uh, thinking you'd go with like a Brock. It's or very, it's very porny. So just like think of generic porn names for a Rob and Rob know. Danger, Rob, Rob, Rob Long. You could get it, and I'm not gonna tell you you got it. You're just gonna have to do a lot of googling. All right, that's why I'm just gonna lock eyes with you, and when they dilate, I'm gonna know I'm kind of onto something. Got He's already it. taken yeah. a few hits. He's already high, so yeah. it's not gonna give away much. I don't know. I'm also trying to think of like 20 year old Rob because it was just so long ago, you know. No, this was in this was in March and April. Oh shit! Yeah, because I was working in IT. I worked for an IT place out in Liberty Lake, um, and they were, they I got fired for stupid reasons. Fucking boning the secretary. Uh, yeah, basically. And then no. filming it and I, then getting money for it, dude. Yeah. Why would I get fired for that? Well, like, that's so, so stupid. It's a workplace. No, but, that's, I, but that shit pays well, though, man. Was it like an OnlyFans thing? No, it was. Uh, so I, I got started with OnlyFans. Basically, I was seeing this girl off of Tinder. Um, and we were like, we find each other mutually attractive. Um but we realized that a relationship would not work between us. We were just like, what if we just made an OnlyFans and made money out of our hookups? And so it started with that. That's brilliant. Um, Question. Yeah. How much money did you make? All in total, like not a lot. Like $5,000 in two months. So, But see, that's so optimal. That's so optimal. Jesus, though. How Jesus about we let Christ. other people Jesus, watch Jesus, us do what we enjoy Jesus doing Christ. and I made $5,000. You know what? Here's that's fucking great. Here's, yeah. what, here's what's fucking stupid, dude, is that you think that $5,000 in two months is not a lot of money. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's, what are you talking about? I mean, that's only... I, I that's could only ride a, for like... 2500 a month? That's 1000 every two weeks. Yeah. 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 That's a lot of great... That's great money. Oh. That's great I, my, money. My, my mental capacity for what is a lot of money is not very good. I still have a spending problem. Dude, yeah, that's definitely difference making. Interesting. Yeah, so was it, it, it like, definitely kept me afloat? I do. It did. So was it, it like you in it, like full face, and it looked, like you look and you're like, "That's Rob," or was it one of the things where like you see the guy from like the belly button down, like in the action? It was. It was a little bit of both. Um, I never really had my screen, my face on screen. Mm-hmm. Um, like whenever I was needed for like to have my face on screen, I was like, Rob, "Can we play with this? Like, can I wear a ski mask?" I've done several scenes in a ski mask. <laughs> It was wild, Rob. Yeah. Dude, people can like I, that Okay, this is gonna be. This is gonna sound weird. Yeah. Can, can I see it? You can see it, but I'm not going to send it to you. Can you show me it? Probably. Not off the. Not right now. No. But I, I can send you some. If you'd like it. I wanted to do it live in the moment. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't want it later. Yeah, because that sounds weird now. I'm not really in the mood to see Rob's dick right now, if I'm being honest. No, I, I've got I dick, wasn't. If you do just want to see my dick, I've got dick pics. No, Maybe I don't want to see your dick pics. I but know, the I don't porn. See that. Yeah, no, I. Uh, no, I just want to see just the idea, just because it's, I, I mean, just because porn's so fucking weird. Mm-hmm. It's just so fucking weird. <laughs> it really is, dude. The second you finish up, you look at it again, you're like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Yeah, this it's, is, it's not ugh. great. It's not nope. great. Ugh. It, that's why, and and that uh, I'll sort of explain my answer to that question with with this statement. It's because when I started, like when I got out of it, I was like, 
this is all weird. Like, I don't want my brothers going through puberty. Like, I don't want my brother to find a video that I was in. So I've <laughs> almost then, entirely disassociated. Like, <laughs> I don't have, like, any of the old people I had. So I could get it. I just need to contact people and be like, send Sorry. me videos so I know where I'm at. I'm just picturing your but, poor little brother in puberty, and he's watching a dude, video, seriously. and he reaches the vinegar strokes, and then the camera pans out, and it's just and it's my face, dude. <laughs> exactly. No, that's exactly my thinking. Like, that's why I always covered my face. That's why, like, I when I pulled out of the industry, no pun intended, like, yes. I really did, because I did not want to... <laughs> oh, that was the wrong one. Yeah, you can you could just go random on that. that fucking was, thing. Uh, Sorry. But yeah, I, I didn't want any association with it at all. Like it made good money, but you know, that's fascinating, man. Yeah. Hey, question is that that idea family finding your porn? Is that the apocalypse for you? Is that the respective apocalypse for people in general? Probably for me. I don't know about in general. Because I feel like... Eh. Actually, I don't know. I wouldn't say it is for me. Because I have a very close relationship with my parents. Uh, to where like I'm super comfortable with them. I think I could show them my porn. And they'd be okay with it. But if I showed them like me doing marijuana. Like me smoking at all. That would probably be the apocalypse. They wait, would hate what? Yeah, so, wait, hold on. For because, real? Yeah. Let me tell you why. So hold on. Wait. Okay. Just for just to condense that shit. Yeah. Your family would rather see you do porn than see you smoke weed. Probably. What? Because this is, and I could be wrong, but this is my thinking. I know my dad. My dad's a little weird. So if my dad found out I would, I was doing porn, he'd be like, well. Like, at least my son's getting consistently laid and give me a high five. Whereas if it was drugs, he'd be like, that's bad for you. Like, you should see what drugs do to people. He's also a cop. So it's, he's like, you're, you're down a bad path, blah, 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 blah. And so I feel like it would be better, at least for my father. My mom would be disappointed either way. But for my dad, uh, he would probably much rather I do porn than any sort of drugs or anything. Yeah. Wow. That's so wow. crazy that that stigma is still so strong. Yeah. It's nuts. Insane. It's busting nuts, dude. It's busting nuts. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I feel really fucking boring right now. He's 23, and he's like, yeah, I've been in porn. I've had pregnancy scares. I've did, I went back. This, and I'm just like, I got drunk for years. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Such a boring I'll, fuck. I'll tone it down. <laughs> yeah, could you be less interesting? I, really, because I'm that's trying really to look good here, it, and like you're making me look bad. <laughs> that's that's all I have. It's just that history. <laughs> <laughs> You're all good. Damn, dude. Yeah, that's great. I want to get paid to fuck. God damn it, dude. Seriously, do an OnlyFans. Like I still to this day have an OnlyFans. There's nothing on it um, because they refuse to monetize it. But I would absolutely keep doing OnlyFans. It's working for studios. Gets weird because like I'm I, I personally hated having somebody else with a camera like filming me. Yeah. I'd much rather film it myself. Well, plus point of view is always just a better choice. Anyway. Yeah. Because like, yeah. yeah, that's what got, like, it's mostly guys. And that's what we want. Like, you can kind of visualize, like, ah, oh, this is me. You yeah. Know? Sure. Plus, like, that's, uh, that's sure. what I feel uh -huh. like, Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep. Whatever you guys like. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. But totally. Too, uh -huh. totally Which, don't, don't mind me. Just gonna, just gonna, just gonna, I'm just gonna do my thing. <laughs> so, Chris, would you like to, would you like to inform us on, on, 
no, you know, I'm, your, I'm, your go-to? I'm, no, I'm just being an idiot. Okay. Now I'm kind of thinking about this. I'm like, I would never put my face in it. Yeah. Why not? I have gorgeous feet, too. Yeah. I can see them. Yeah. See? Yeah, Look at them tan lines. See all that hair? I do. Yeah. They could have cast me in The Hobbit. Yeah, J.R.R. Tolkien's really freaking out right now. <laughs> Dude, I think... I think this might be the Life first. This might be the first episode released on the Plugonometry Patreon. Hey, no? I'm like down that. for that. Yeah. yeah, that's badass. And the Patreon is two tiers. Mm. First tier, you get into the Celestial Kingdom. Hey, <laughs> okay. And uh, it's like three bucks a month, five bucks a month, something like that. Something like that. Something nice. easy. Something easy. Easy peasy. And then the second tier is the Outer Darkness tier. Mm. And it's $666 a month. Yeah. Where you get all the privileges of the Celestial Kingdom tier. And also, I send you feed pics. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Cool. I think that's the best way to do it. I feel like that's... God damn it. I feel like that's... I feel like that's... That's an excellent marketing move. Yeah? So yeah. Two tiers. That's it. Celestial Kingdom, Outer Darkness. I like it. Two opposites of the... Both of the spectrum, yeah. <laughs> one's more wholesome content. One's feet pigs. Yeah. Which uh, is like the only thing you can get pics of that doesn't have a hole in it. So. Mm. No, it's not true. I just, uh, you can do armpit pics. Uh, facts. I didn't think about armpit pics. People are into weird shit, man. Like I said, this is the abyss that has no bottom, dude. Is there an industry for like nose pics? I'll send. I'll take nose oh, pics. I guarantee oh, you. Oh, yeah, dude. You in a if you can think it. Someone gets a boner from it, dude. Yeah. Dude, yeah, man, you went to nasal, dude. Have you ever, you know, Steph Curry's kinks? I don't know if you guys what? watch basketball. Steph Curry Do likes I it when know? his wife shits on his chest. Wait, no fucking what? Way. Yeah, dude, that sounds made up. That can't be real. Allegedly, it is. What? No, I'm gonna Google that shit right fucking now. Steph Curry poop kink. Wow. <laughs> I mean, maybe if you're like that, like <clears throat> that awesome, you need like. You yeah, fetishize the, like being humble. When you're the being, greatest scorer in yeah. NBA history, you have to have something to like to bring you back down to earth. Yeah, Maybe. I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. Like psychologically, that makes sense, right? What do you that or, that or I don't know. Maybe his wife just has great BMs. Could be that his wife has a cooking show on Food Network. Oh, a cooking show. I yeah. see. Uh, I I googled Steph Curry poop kink, and it mm. says the Cavs are mad Steph Curry pooped on their floor. Huh? Steph Curry says he doesn't remember his poop pantomime on the Cleveland Cavaliers floor in Game Three of the NBA Finals. Oh, That's he right. didn't poop. I could he have mimed pooping. I yeah. could oh. absolutely be mistaken. I heard that from my brother, and I have no idea where he heard it from. So <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, dude. That's what I was thinking. That That's was, why I should clarify. Know That's why I said allegedly because I don't you know. Fucking idiot, Rob. I'm sorry. You led me down a rabbit hole. I was really interested in this kind of shit because that's some fucking man, saucy hoping, content. Yeah, man. I was really hoping that was true. That's some I'm real sort of saucy content. You no, know, yeah, real saucy. I really content. want it to be true. I think we. I think we should keep spreading this rumor. You guys heard it here first on the Plugonometry podcast. Breaking Steph news. Curry likes it when Aisha <laughs> shits on his chest. Yep. Facts. It's facts. Yep. It's true. It's a. It's a. Oh, dude, do you, you guys hear the news about Alex Jones? No, dude. Alex Jones conceded. He fu- he said officially on the record that the Sandy Hook massacre was a hundred percent real and that he like just made it all up. Wow. He completely healed. Wow. Yeah. Whack. Yeah, dude. Wild. I wonder I wonder what spurred that. I think he just realized that it, the game was up. 
Probably. Jig, jig was up, you know? Yeah. Props to the Sandy Hook parents, man. Fucking so sticking so with it. So more specifics. What exactly was happening with Alex Jones? He was like a denier and he was pushing it really hard or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he was like, wasn't he doing like the whole um, claiming that, you know, they hired actors to, oh, that yeah. came from him. Came from he, him. Yeah, oh, okay. he claimed that they had hired trauma actors in order to portray like the teachers and stuff who were so affected by it, um, like yep. in news interviews. And he said that it was a government-sponsored like production in order to get gun legislation passed. Yeah. Yeah. God so damn, like, did they really know how to fucking stoke their followers, man? Yeah, yeah man. They just so, know how to rail them up. So obviously, when that happened. You know, all that he, he started coming out with all that shit, and that was when mm-hmm. Infowars was at the fucking peak, and it turned into this, you know, obviously, you know, giant problem because it's like, dude, how fucking, how dare you say something like that? Like, that's <laughs> so unreal. You know, kids died, and yeah. you know, you'd say something like that. Um, and you know, then he conceded eventually, he, he healed back a little bit. Um, like if you listen to his last. I don't want to say it was his last Joe Rogan podcast appearance, but it was like uh, one that he did in November. And he was like, oh, yeah, like I, or I should clarify, November of 2020. I forget that we're in 2022 now. Um, <laughs> but he did it in November before the election. And he's like, yeah, it could have happened uh, and been real. But I'm saying there's a lot of evidence saying it's not. And then basically, yeah, now he's just full on come out and said, yeah, it happened. I'm sorry for being a stupid. Yeah. Good. We need that. Yeah. What happens after that, though, with him? You know what I mean? Nothing. He just goes and fucks off to Montana with his money. So uh, that's what I want to do eventually. Here's my my not like go to that same trajectory, but just eventually end up in Montana with money. Right. Not, I'm not saying I need to go through the scandal shit to get there, but I want to eventually end up in but the I mean, same spot. In Montana with money. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I want to end up living in a neighboring lot to Alex Jones if it ends up being a nice place. There you I'm go. not saying the means by which we ended up there are the same. Are the same. But the neighborhood... But the neighborhood is Eventually, similar. like, I want to live in the same neighborhood. Yeah. If, if that's the case. If he, if he ends up fucking off to Montana with his money on a big ranch with nice views, yeah, I always want a neighboring lot. That's all I'm saying. There you go. Yeah. Uh, I want your guys' opinion on this because Alex Jones continues to be an ever-present, and, and I don't know if you guys are familiar with this, but he's starting to buddy up with a lot of comedians and like do a lot of things in comedy. How do you guys think that's going to go over? Uh, he'll sell tickets. Oh, wow. That's I, was, true. I was trying to find a soundbite on Alex Jones real quick that I thought would be really funny, but when I look up Alex Jones... That's all I typed in. It says, this phrase may be associated with behavior content that violates our guidelines. So even if you look up Alex Jones in the search engine, they're like, no, we're not showing you anything. What the fuck? Yeah. yeah. TikTok hates Alex no Jones. No way. Wait, this is on TikTok? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This phrase may be associated with behavior content that violates our guidelines, promoting a safe and a positive experience. as TikTok's top priority. No, it's fucking not. <laughs> Dude, are you kidding me? Fuck you, TikTok. Mm-hmm. For more information. Hey, dude. Dude, no, dude. Have you guys seen the... Uh, 15-year-olds can shake their ass, but Alex Jones well, cannot talk. Dude, yeah. no. Okay, have you guys seen the uh, the recent studies have been done uh, in the UK? Uh, they uh, recently opened up the world's first social media rehab center. Social like, media rehab? Fucking yeah, like good. For, for like social media addiction. Yeah, so uh, like a rehab center specifically catered towards social... So f- me- 
yeah and yeah so they they're catering specifically towards a social media addiction and so it's basically the weaning people off of their fucking phones and we're so fucked yeah we're, we're so, so fucked. fucked so fucked dude and so basically they were saying that like the the if you were to compare different social media sites and apps and using them to drugs you would say most similarly facebook and using facebook sorry um, using facebook and doing the things on facebook scrolling through you know liking memes looking through old photos you know looking at old events and memories posting something looking at old videos da, 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 right mm. doing that stuff is like smoking weed chills you out it's kind of calming well, kind of mindless blah 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 dopamine right? receptor thing you get hits yeah and yeah and then all of a sudden once that your expectations your baseline is up here can't be met with anything but that yeah so then that's that's the weed right facebook is weed yeah. right tiktok is cocaine fuck yeah it is it yeah. is the most addicting form of social media I've yeah ever because seen in my it's life. short form it's mm -hmm. super quick just like how vine was tiktok is just fine that's the way it is and it's short form it's quick it's fast it nails your dopamine receptor it, it just like crushes you dude and the way that fyp page zeroes in on you yep oh, it's and, fucking insane and it, yeah and it's fucking wild how their algorithms are able to cater to our psychology and how it like fucking it manipulates our neurotransmitters at a fucking basic level and it's fucked bro it's yeah. gnarly it's gnarly that they can do that shit dude but it's also kind of funny because at a certain point you learn to kind of steer the algorithm a bit, you know, like if you want to get rid of certain videos, you make sure you scroll past them really fast or something like it. So it, it, it You're it able to. It factors in how long you stay on each one and everything. Yeah. So if you don't want to see certain things, like that's like whenever you hear someone say like, all online, it's just nothing but girls shaking their asses and shit. And it's like, well, that's you're steering your, that shit. Yeah. That's, that's, that's because that's apparently what you keep looking at. Like what yeah. the fuck do you expect? You're, you're, you're the one who's controlling the telescope that mm -hmm. you're looking through. Oh, actually, and I apologize. I, I want a prerequisite, but I'm not. This is just a bit concept I'm talking about, and I don't want to be the guy going like, "Ah, oh, this bit I'm working on." But it, this is kind of relatable because I had this whole thought process that. All right, how do I express this? This is still in a conceptual phase. Okay, like even down to the point. I'm relating it to porn because that's like a funny way to do it. Okay, and I think that porn has somewhat of a hand in the perception of a gay agenda. Yeah, in the perception of a gay agenda. Because think about the Midwest and all these like old fucks and everything, and they don't know how to steer the algorithm. They don't know how to do that. And even on porn sites, it starts accommodating to what you tend to look at the most. And in the Midwest, how many guys you hear about that, like like senators got caught with like trannies and shit like that? You're not supposed to say trannies. Transsexuals. I apologize. Okay. But so I think it's a matter of a bunch of people keep looking at videos with like huge dicks and then eventually the website goes, hey, you seem to really like big dicks. You should look at this category and then they perceive it as them basically going like, man, they're really pushing it on it. And then, and it's the algorithm going like, no, you keep looking at videos with this guy in it. And so our assumption is, hey, I think he likes this guy. He seems to like his videos a lot, but they don't know how to process that. They don't yeah. know how technology works. They don't know how the <laughs> algorithm works. And so they're sitting there going like, why do they keep like making me want to get into these male porns? I don't care. I just want to look at the titty. But they don't know how to process it. They have no idea what's going on. That's a great. Yeah, that's a, you. Yeah, you're yeah, you're so right. You're steering your own ship. Mm -hmm. You're definitely steering your own ship. 
Thank you for letting me ramble. Down. No, it's okay. You guys no, were looking am, at me uh, for a full 30 or 45 seconds. We're like, we're going to give you a moment to get somewhere. But I like, was, I was, I was on the edge of my seat. I was like, I hope he, he, this has a, a an end to it, and I don't have to like wash my name from ever being. I apologize. No, I good. apologize. You know, I'm glad because like this, because you know, like the second I stumbled and said trainees, I saw you both go. Oh. No, I, like, I was like, wait a second, where are you going? And then I saw where you went, and that's great, and that's fine. Yeah. It's, it's all good. No worries. No worries on my end. Yeah. I was just very. That was a very interesting ride. But. Uh, but like, what do you? What do I do with the thought process? Because that's obviously uh, okay, not so like a whole. You, okay, you're trying to work that into something on stage. I don't know. Okay, I just so don't know. I just think I'm just out of my fucking mind at this point. Uh, there's something there. Yeah, yeah. There's something. I don't there. know what it is. But there's something there. Oh, in the bit, I thought you guys. Yeah. I thought when I said I'm just out of my mind, and you were just like, "There's something there." Yeah, you know, <laughs> what? You, know you might. Yeah. Be. And, and then, then you echoed it. I thought you both were going like, "Yeah, maybe look inward." Yeah, yeah you know, yeah. probably you should uh, meditate. We're <laughs> just we're just trying to make an echo, so it's like the movies where you just zone out and you're like, "Oh no, <laughs> there's something there. There's something there. There's something." I'm gonna not talk for a while now. There are people in your walls. Uh, you guys ever eat green jello? Yeah. I'm sure at one point, yeah, at some point. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to ask relating questions, uh, you know. Actually, <laughs> actually, with the Jello, what I liked to do as a kid is I like to get a straw and go, and you basically make all these like little tunnels and pass, like get a block of Jello and you'd suck out little straw holes and make all these patterns, like, like a little ant farm inside the Jello. Yeah, nice, yeah, dude. That was fun. That's how, cool. How were your guys' family home evenings? Oh, dude. Family home evenings, yeah. X uh, X Files for mine. Interesting. Yeah. You watch the X Files for family for family home. Evening. Oh yeah, really? Yeah, dude, that's awesome. My family was super into it. That's that, great. And that followed by Nick, uh, Star Trek Next Generation. Dude, that's great, dude. And you listen to rock music. Were yeah. you even Mormon? I know. That's I was, bullshit. I man. told you, I was very lucky with my parents. I, with I my bet parents. you used to drink Dr. Pepper too, you son of a yeah, bitch. <laughs> you, you said, you, oh yeah, I grew up Mormon. Oh yeah, no. That's why I kept saying, me. that's why I kept saying, like, look, I haven't been back since I was like 14. I completely yeah. peeled away. Uh, cool. I dig it. Chris? No, dude, mine were, uh, mine were not X-Files. My dad did like the X-Files though, um, and Star Trek and all that stuff, but ours were usually living scriptures dude mm. you guys watched living scriptures no i've heard of it i've never watched it what remind me yeah. i feel like it's i should like the yeah. animated oh yeah like stories from the book of mormon oh yeah and, and i watched and stuff. all those fucking ones i liked the, uh, the by nest entertainment i'm trying to remember now. i haven't watched it since i was a kid now the one about like all the soldiers that went out to battle and like not the a single one of them died uh, the stripping warriors, warriors yeah yeah, yeah. Like that cartoon, that was one of my yeah, favorite cartoons. Book yeah, dude. of Helaman, dude. Yeah. Dude, Helaman, Stripling Warriors, dude. Yeah. Dude, oh, shit, man. You just took me back to like age six sitting on my grandma's living room floor. Dude, we man. had all the VHSs, dude. Shit. All lined up, and they had like cool patterns on their VHS cases. Mm. And you like had numbers with them, and like one, one, like, one through all of them. You know what's funny awesome. is at my grandmother's, if. Oh, hold on, hold on. Wait a second. This might trigger a memory for you. Are you ready yeah, for this? This me. might work for both of you. It might not, okay? This is the true test. Okay, this is honestly, I would say that this is this this right here is the true audio test to whether or not you actually truly grew up Mormon. All right. Okay? Ready for it. If you are triggered by nostalgia at the sound of what I'm about to say, you truly had a like 
quintess, like just perfectly stereotypical Mormon upbringing. Okay, you guys ready? Right, guys, thank you so much for listening. I really, really appreciate it. If you wish to catch the rest of the episode, hop on over to patreon.com slash pligpod. That's P-L-Y-G-P-O-D. So that way you can get full access to all of the episodes that have the fullness. You know what I'm talking about by the fullness? The fullness of the episode is out over on Patreon, five bucks a month, unless you want feed picks, then it's a $666 purchase, and I'll send them to you. Other than that, guys, I hope all of your traffic lights are green. Have a good day. And scene.